Hey guys, welcome back to the Bailey Runs Podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Morell, and on today's episode, I had the privilege to talk to Glenn Young-Gregorius, who is another podcast host, and he hosts the Life After High School podcast, and we on the podcast today, we talked about podcast experiences, why we started the podcast, and even got to talk to him outside of podcasts and what his goals and what he wants to do in the year of 2022, as well as his list of guests he wants to get on and his goals, especially inside the podcast game. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's podcast and yeah, see you guys in there. Perfect. I'm easy. Just lead the, lead the way. Uh, hey guys, I'm back to the podcast. I'm joined with Glenn YG. So Glenn, would you like to introduce yourself to the viewers and listeners? Yeah, what's going on guys? So uh, like you said, Glenn YG, Glenn Younger Gorse. Um, about 25 years old. Um, I'm currently right now at a Sudbury, Ontario, which is a bit more northern Ontario up in Canada. So for those of you who are a little familiar with Canada, it's about four hours north of Toronto and south of Ottawa or something, the capital. So that's uh, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm coming to. Um, yeah, so I basically growing up, I went to a lot of summer camps and I was kind of testing the waters in a lot of different places so to speak and kind of what I wanted to do and then what I wanted to kind of learn and I felt that was a very very important thing to think about and a very important question to ask myself in regards to what I want to do and what people should be doing or the questions we should ask ourselves moving forward in our lives and mine was what do I want to learn most about like what gets me out of bed and what do I what do I look at and go yeah okay I'm really intrigued by this right yeah and Bill, you're what? You're 17, 18? 17, turning 18 in whenever this podcast probably, geez, 10 days, I think. Amazing. So yeah. So nearly Amazing. Nice. So when I was, when I was like your age, roughly, right, making kind of like big, big decisions was kind of, it's, it's kind of intimidating for me. And yeah. more often than not, it was what other people kind of steered me towards doing. But what I did know is I said, I want to move, I want to live and explore and kind of I don't want to live for long, or I want to study, I wanted to get out of the city I was living in, right. So I'm like, yeah, I'll move away, move away from the parents, the the friends, the high school, kind of just see what you can make of yourself somewhere else. And I think moving out of your hometown, it's all right, if you go back to it, I find, but if you don't get a chance to it's funny, I was actually in Toronto a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to a good friend of mine who I've known forever now yeah. about this concept of living in a box. And it's not so much like a problem, but it's yeah. when it comes when it's called like the small kind of small town, small like community way of thinking about things. Yeah. And there's like there's a lot more concerns or things that people there's a lot of perspective that's missed. And when you like, for example, with like with smaller places you grow up and things you learn it's a lot of doing it one way and they've been doing it that way forever yeah and you come back and you have these new ways of thinking right and they aren't often always received very well you know what i mean yeah so trying finding that kind of path where i was like all right how do i do this what's going on yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, if I go back, if, luckily I found a job opportunity. I was yeah. like, you know, head back, see some family and some old friends catch up. And long, as long as that kind of went on, it was a lot of, 
like, okay, when's the next, like, what's the next cool project I can work on? And what's the next thing that gets me out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Right. And so the back real quick, sorry, the learning part was like, if I like learning about architecture and buildings and constructions and like building science and stuff, that's kind of what, what led me to Ottawa. And then that's what led me to just kind of seeing how I remember like, it was weird. There was like the first day I was like, I moved into residence. Right. So when I was roughly your age, like turning 18, 17 and I moved and I remember my little brother, my mom leaving the residence and kind of the look of like, and realization on my face was like, oh shit, I have no idea like what to do right now. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I've had somebody making decisions for me or encouraging or inspiring certain decisions as I've been growing up that it, it, I was like your age, almost literally when it was like, Oh, nobody is mom, dad, Neil, no, nothing. All right, great. Now we get to start uh, figuring some stuff out and then slowly, but surely you get to a point where you want to explore and kind of travel and see like the world and then get to kind of understand some, uh, crazy stuff, but long story long, that's a, that's a me in a nutshell. Yeah. pretty big nutshell but like still yeah, right i was researching you and i was like i found some very interesting things about you you're a passionate adventurer learner and storyteller so how did you find those interests and in the and these activities like you said your long story short so pretty sound it sounds like you're pretty active when you were younger as well yeah so excuse me i had done a lot of kind of competitive sports and stuff growing up my parents firmly believe in like if you're put in a lot of different sports you can kind of pick and choose on top of you have a very good like athletic base to kind of work off of right and like like you like track and field cross-country running that was a big thing for me so being able to kind of do that but then when i went to college the the year i graduated was the last year that algonquin had a cross-country and track and field team so i'm like well not doing that (laughs) so that was lame but you know yeah i guess it is what it was um so yeah, I was being able to kind of use all the base of what I've learned and like meeting people through that and what I what sport and kind of athletics teaches you and I'm sure you can attest to this as well. Yeah. It teaches you how to fail. Yeah. Right? Like how much does it suck when you put every single ounce of your energy into the training process, the nutrition, the workouts, the extra endurance, the recovery, the sleep, you know, like you're making sacrifices upon sacrifices, not seeing friends, not chasing women, like all these things, and you still come up short. Yeah. Like how it's much does lot. that hurt? It, it hurts. It hurts a lot. It hurts. <laughs> Especially yeah, when you know you can do a lot better than what you did. It hurts. It hurts. 100%. Because you're like, you're Because oh, I'm a lot better. And yeah. It's like, it's so, athletics is such a good example as well. Because like, you can relate to it so differently so in so many different ways and it's just yeah it shows a competitive side and like you said it helps you learn how to fail and it helps you pretty much builds up your mindset of like what it's what it takes to be as good as what these pro runners and all these elite sportsmen are like right and to that it's it's fascinating to see like and kind of learning that and then talking to similar people that you've to talk to, like, for example, yeah. we'll use Aaron Brown, yeah. right? 
amazing yeah, him as well. <laughs> yeah so i was like i was so happy just such a cool dude to talk to right yeah so with that i was like uh, i'll use him because we both know the example um yeah. he's it was interesting to see kind of how he was able to take one thing of like okay running i know how i'm good at this and i'm gonna just see it all the way through yeah and that's where he's at yeah. right he's almost like he's seeing it through and it's amazing and i think being able to do that with athletics and different challenges as you get older is actually what's kind of inspired my my next adventure let's call it so i've told like a handful of like my like my tight-knit group about this yeah. um but i have a friend of mine so if you're unfamiliar with where i'm from it, there's about two hours i think west or east or north or south yeah. you know whatever cover all my bases and it's this island called Manitoulin Island, and it's th it's the largest freshwater island in the world. Yeah. And my one of my good friends, Matthew, is going to circumnavigate it by swimming around the whole thing. So it's about yeah. 350 kilometers to do that. It's a lot of swimming. Yeah. Um, but I've had I've done open water swimming here and there when I was growing up. I had done swimming as well. I'm not the biggest fan of open water swimming yeah. from a mental aspect of it but i wanted to take on that challenge of swimming i'm like you know what, dude what are your days like and he's breaking it up into like 10 10 15 kilometer days roughly some more some less and yeah. um so i'm gonna swim a leg of it so i plan to swim a day with him which would be a 10 kilometer yeah, no, open water that. swim <laughs> yeah yeah but no. it's fresh water dude it's fresh water so i'm not uh <laughs> i'm not worried i'm not too worried you know i'm yeah. not uh i'm not in perth or New South Wales or anything. I'm not. I'm not a little too concerned about the, you know, the the conditions in your neighborhood for uh, swimming are a little a uh, little more aggressive yeah. than what I'm gonna face. It's still a great lake, yeah. right? But it's uh, still a little intense. But yeah, it should uh, should be okay. But kind of being able to have like, I swam for like eight years, eight ten years growing up, and then ran for the same amount of time. Except they everything kind of crisscrossed, right? You do one season, you do the other, right? one in the fall or something, one in the summer. Yeah. So um, we have a um, thing over here called winter sport and spring, which is like three. Oh, different, really? Yeah. So they're different areas of sport. So at the school that I'm at, you can have summer, which goes, so you've got term one, you know, those type of thing, you know, you've got different things, yeah. different countries. So term one, yeah. So term, so term four and term one, term four is pretty much December, November, December. And it goes till April, I think for term one and that's all summer and then pretty much after april it's winter and winter you have like cross country um football like afl yeah. australian football rules like those sports and then spring is like athletics um i'm trying to think of other sports that are in spring athletics volleyball i think's one and then for some you've got like table tennis swimming um and badminton like those we've got different sports in each of them huh yeah i was wondering how you guys did that but you're what's your weather like all year round um oh, hmm. melbourne victoria is a bit iffy with weather you can have a uh, day where it's supposed to be uh sunny and it rains yeah. so yeah. the weather's a bit unpredictable so you can't really yeah. prepare for it properly but you can have like a yeah. day where it's supposed to be raining and it's like 30 degrees so it's like it varies in temperature all the time in Melbourne. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, man, if it's warm, sign me up. I can't do any <laughs> of this. It's minus, what's it called out? It's It wasn't recent, but two weeks, two, three weeks ago here, it was about maybe minus 30. 
Oh, God. And like we've had minus 45s. I remember a minus 50 the first year I moved back from Ottawa. And I was like, what are we doing? And I remember the my boss at the time sent a message to our group chat and said, yeah. if your car can start and you can get to work, great. If not, take the day off. I was like, oh, it was a off. Tuesday, dude. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> no, I uh, I got my ass on a bus and made it over there. I was like 25 minutes late, but the day was quiet, which was nice. I just had to drink my tea in peace. And uh, it wasn't too bad. But I found going back to it, there's a lot of what I found was if you're you can kind of as you grow, right? And like maybe say in 10, 15 years from now, right? Or if you're you'll be what, 25, 26, uh, when you're 25, 27, yeah. right? Eight, 10 years from now, yeah. you depending on what you want to do, right? You yeah. may say, you know what, I want to be the I want to run coast to coast of Australia, you know, yeah. like you could I want to raise money for this. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to do it for that. And you're able to put those challenges. Yeah. And kind of just, you know, the skill, yeah. right? you know the skill you spent a lot of time in. So in my case with swimming, we'll use yours for this fun example of running, whereas you can kind of find those things that drive you, right? That get you up in the morning. You're like, I want this challenge, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, why? You have to kind of create, I have to kind of create things that allow me to have goals, yeah. but they can't just be, they can't be lame. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I want to run faster. <laughs> you know, they have to be very, very specific. Yeah. And I think doing that kind of, this way of like okay i want to do something crazy yeah. that in the process the process is why we have goals it's not yeah. so much for the accomplishment itself it's for the working up to that yeah. right like we swimming a lot i swim a lot now swim a lot more leading up to it um i'm going to be in the process conquering my fear of open water swimming yeah. learning like getting more disciplined with my nutrition and all this kind of stuff that i've been almost neglecting you know, you look, and you're like, oh, I'm in good shape. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, but I eat like crap. Oh, I'll be in good shape forever. Yeah, but I could be better shape or more energy, right? Your recovery yeah. could be faster. There's a lot of little things that yeah. I, I kind of neglect. Um, and that's kind of how with the athletic background that I'm looking forward to achieving with these goals, like these adventure goals that I almost want to do or that I'm attempting to do let's say yeah and but what are your yeah, goals that's a, what are your adventure goals related to athletics and stuff Ooh. so there's like i said right the 10k swim um eventually there's a handful um i kind of want to break them down right and so like this year will be that one right the yeah. 10k in the, in the summer and then i want to do like a crazy trip yeah. you know whether i solo trip to africa or whatever it is right yeah. um that's how my my brain works i'm like yeah. okay if i do this crazy risk take this crazy reward and then, you know, treat myself almost. Um, but I want to do, so there's that one. Eventually I want to either run or cycle across a country. I'm not quite sure which one. Yeah. Um, and then just more like triathlons and stuff. I think, Oh, Ooh. Um, I want to do some form of kayak trip. I don't know if it's, but like on the ocean, cause I don't, um, yeah. I don't live I live kind of in like a weird area where there's a lot of lakes and stuff, but I don't know if you've ever seen it on a map, but it's like right where Toronto is, right? If you can visualize it, there's no, like I'm very far from the Pacific and I'm very far from the Atlantic ocean. So the oceans are very, very unique to me. So yeah. something in some form of like trip or adventure involving that. So yeah. I'm looking at the map right now. Definitely kayaking, canoeing stuff. So yeah. Right. So you can see it. Yeah. So yeah, if you go to Toronto or Ottawa, even 
but that that's kind of how far away i am from lakes yeah or from oceans i should say sorry yeah oceans you're a bit far away you've got a lake a ton of lakes around but yeah 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 there's a lot of them yeah the closest one is legit labrador sea that's the ocean you're a fair bit away from the ocean yeah that's what i'm saying man right it's it's ridiculous so that's why i'm like i want to be able to do something on the ocean so i think working up this way whether it be like some big swim or just like i saw one guy um on this adventure channel that i follow um his name is bo miles and he he did you check him out he's australian as well so you get a kick out of him you guys' accents makes my day just a bit better (laughs) i love it every time i hear it i'm like all right i can't help but smile dude it's funny it's awesome so he did like he kayaked the southern tip of africa in like in a kayak and i watched his film he did like crazy award-winning films like 35 it was just amazing and i'm like you know what it's kayaking athletic base able to not how to don't need to learn how to kayak just need to get better at doing it and like do it more right you want to get better at running run more you want to get better at jujitsu train jujitsu more right very skill specific but you have that athletic background to fall on right so if you want to go and start swimming all of a sudden you're not in bad shape you don't have to get into shape and then learn how to swim you should have to now learn it and swim you know what i mean yeah so yeah man it's kind of a it's kind of a long form answer to that question but that's uh that's how it is yeah well looking at like youtube and stuff what do you follow on youtube because i know i watch a group of guys that are from toronto you may have heard of them, but they're a bit of idiots. They're a bunch of idiots. But um, you know, have you heard of the Nug Boys before? I have, yeah. Yeah, 100%. yeah. I watched them. Yeah. They're quite funny. But um, yeah, like what YouTubes and stuff do you like watch and you like you enjoy watching their content? So it kind of uh it's a wide range. Like um I'm a big, big fan of the UFC. So I've been training jujitsu, oh, yeah. I've trained off and on kickboxing and wrestling for like five, six years now. Yeah. And so I'm big into that. So I follow pretty much a couple like couple uh, channels cert, like around that. Um, I listen to I kind of watch a few. What's it called? A few. Um, and I'll send them to you after because I think you'll get a kick out of them in doing a podcast. I watch a lot of like how to get better at conversations, how to make small talk with strangers, how to just approach people you don't know, how to impress people that you admire. Yeah. Right. Like people of higher status. How do you connect with them better yeah and so stuff like that stuff like ufc stuff um um what's it called I try to watch a lot of history stuff um yeah. i should get a kick out of that um yeah. you know just the learning aspect of it all um yeah. and one thing i found really interesting with that stuff was i didn't give a rat's ass about history or anything <laughs> historic no matter what country man yeah or anywhere around the world until i started going to those places yeah. and then i'm like okay this is cool oh you've been to old concentration camp sites now you want to learn about world war one and world war two and you're like this is crazy so yeah yeah, that's a it's kind of a weird like mix of history and then there's some like adventure travelers there's you know um what's it called uh like the handful of friends i have who do stuff like to support them and then stuff like that so wide range but like they're very, very, I have very specific reasons for yeah. each of them. And I try not to waste time yeah. going down on rabbit holes. Cause I'm sure you've done it a handful of times yeah. as I have, where you go down, you're like, Oh, 75 Nelk pranks later. Oh. You're like, all right, 
what time is it? And then you go to, you're like, oh, I'm going to have, I'll have breakfast in about 10 minutes. And all of a sudden your mom's asking you to set the table for dinner. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what's right. going on here? Right. Like, oh, That's you just lost track of time completely. It's like, you just yeah, focus so deeply on what's thing, what other people are doing. You're like, oh shit. It's now five hours since I was supposed to have it. Like, oh God. Every single time. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get better at being more aware of that and then just trying to find a way to, like, I was having a good conversation with a friend of mine like two, three years ago where he's like, dude, he's like, his whole thing was, he's like, why bother? He's like, why not hang, why hang out with people? He's like, I don't hang out with people anymore. I was like, what do you mean you don't hang out with people anymore? Like, do you not go see friends? And he's like, sort of. And so we kind of dove into this concept of like, don't, he's like, very very big on like don't hang out with people just to hang out with them i'm gonna be bored and lazy i'm gonna do it on my own time not like hey you want to go sit and just be lazy together it's like no it's weird it doesn't work it's like we're gonna hang out we're gonna be productive and there's reasons for them all right so that's kind of similar my reasoning behind like the why there's certain videos it's like everything has a reason and i'm trying not to do those five hour long sessions of world war ii videos that i'm like I don't even understand because they're all in German. Yeah. And like, uh, or they got thick British accents. I'm like, you know, some of the language doesn't transfer over my neck of the Atlantic. But, you know, that's a that's kind of why it's like very specific reasons for specific things. And I mean, it seems to work so far. Like I get a kick out of it. So, yeah. Well, UFC, you said UFC. Who do you like watching in the UFC? Ooh, interesting. So for multiple different reasons, I have multiple different like people I like to watch. Um, yeah. I think specifically, um, great question. I have no idea. Um, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. A, I'll say him right away because he's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, but him from a perspective of like, I'm just a dude who punches people in the head and yeah. he ain't going to take me down. Yeah. And so him from like a badass gangster role um i love mcgregor just because i think we need more more people like him in the world yeah you know like dude you broke the last there were three people who i think broke their leg in the very similar way right chris weidman anderson silva and conor mcgregor both those guys bigger stronger whatever 185 pound fighting fighters at the time break their leg what what happens dude they break their leg. They get carted off on a stretcher screaming. What does McGregor do with a broken leg? Sits in the octagon and starts talking shit to the guy. That is incredible, right? In what world are you or me, you or I with a broken leg sitting there just start yelling at the guy who just beat the bloody pulp out of you? Yeah. And you, you broke your leg fighting him. You're sitting on the ground talking about his what? That's insane, dude. Yeah. Like, so him for those reasons and stuff. Um, Khabib for like the technical oh, aspect. Yeah. What his grappling is just so advanced and yeah. just understanding because uh, it's not it's not so much like the specific things he does, it's the way he chains everything together. Like yeah. he has such he's such good reactions for what people do because the whole yeah. game is like you act, I react. Yeah. You throw a right cross, I'm gonna react differently than if you throw a straight left. Yeah. You know? So you, the way Khabib kind of reacts and stuff is very, very interesting. He just runs at you, puts you against the fence, but there's a bit more to it. Because if you know what somebody's going to do, but they're still able to do it to you, there must be more to it, right? Yeah. So I remember, I watching, I remember watching his fight against Khabib versus Conor McGregor. Holy crap, dude. 
that fight, the after they after Khabib won, I've never met someone or seen someone go off like he did at Connor's um, management team. Holy Dude, crap! It was incredible, eh? He went after his jujitsu coach. He just went yeah. at him. Yeah, he just fucking take him too. He just jumped off feet yeah. first. Dude. There's no chance. Jeez, I remember that fight too. We were at uh, where was I? I was at a bunch of us at my brother's house. Yeah, uh, my little brother and one of my good buddy James's, um, who we just we road trip Europe for a while uh, together, and we were watching that fight at the house. There's like eight of us, eight or nine of us, and I remember, I remember after we we were like all sobbing. we were all like hyped up right we're like this is crazy yeah we're like what the fuck like, what's going on man we start going back and forth we're like what's going on we're getting all hyped up and stuff we go up back we keep drinking whatever we go up and there's this water tower um <laughs> what's it called by my house and we were like oh we'll just go up and like sit in that like vicinity right and so it's fenced yeah. obviously yeah, yeah, fenced, um, yeah yeah you go so we went in under and like sat on like this ledge around it yeah. and i remember hearing like sirens coming up the hill but we're like okay we should probably leave yeah. um so we started running jumped over the fence i remember my buddy tripped and we had to like go back for him it was like bad bad like i think he lost his shoe that yeah. day um we found it the next day because apparently it was a pair it was an ambulance that drove by mm -hmm. like basically there was like a hill and there's like a kind of side road, it's steep hill that turns and it comes up yep. and then there's like a, a parking space like for five or six vehicles, right? But yep. then over that, there's a barricade, like a wall of some sort and the retaining wall, we jumped and like hung and hit over that, excuse me. And then we found out it was just a paramedic driving all the way by and we're like, well, that was good. But we all, uh, we all got scared yeah. uh, for a bit. Cause we're like, you know, uh, it's two in the morning been drinking for a while and uh one of us is gonna say something really dumb yeah. that was the fear right it's not like oh we're not like it's it's nothing right we're just yeah. we're not doing anything but you know yeah. you can't have that so yeah it was a yeah it was a good time but that's how i remember that fight because i'm like every time there's a big ufc fight that i watch with a group of my friends there's always something kind of ridiculous that happens after yeah, yeah. so yeah i mean those are those are my favorites those are my favorite guys to watch so my favorite guys, like I said, Connor and Khabib. I love watching them. And Israel, he is so good to watch. Dude, he's so good, dude. He's so good. Jeez, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Like he just yeah. hits people and doesn't get hit. And it's the most basic, amazing thing. But it's almost, he doesn't look like he weighs 185 pounds when he fights, right? He looks like yeah. he floats. Yeah, like yeah. He just floats and he just kind of, yeah. ah, I'm like, what is going on here? So I didn't watch his last I caught highlights of his last fight. Yeah, I was out of town, so I was like, "No, I can't see this." But every ever since who he fought, I saw the Brunson fight yeah. way back when, and then I just everything he does, I'm like, "This guy's incredible." Yeah, so, yeah, he's pretty wild, dude. Pretty yeah. wild, dude. I remember. Um, I don't know who did I watch. I watched. They um, I listened to a podcast, and it was Israel getting interviewed by True George. I remember listening amazing. To yeah, I remember listening to that podcast. Yeah. Like, Dan, that would have been so hard to get him on. And, um, <laughs> like, that, because he would have had so many. How many people do you reckon messages in a day? Like, a, so many. Oh, a bunch. But here's here's the thing, okay? Check this out. <laughs> and we've talked about this briefly when we chatted a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, I want to commend you, because I think at your age, to have the confidence to reach out to strangers is very, very like admirable Bailey and I think what 
people might not realize that it's tough to do yeah you know what i mean like it's there's it's kind of weird because you're putting yourself out there you're yeah. giving this like stranger and be like hey so i'm asking you for something yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna provide you the value i'm providing if the show hasn't like you want it to get better right yeah. you want it to get like more like bigger people find crazier stories right yeah. you want really cool lessons and advice and like good speakers on because at some yeah. point and i was in this when i first started and i like only in the last like two or a year and a bit i gotten out of the you can't always have your friends on and still wow. expect it to grow yeah right you need to like branch out and try new things trying to be creative with it right it's a creative project at the end of the day and yeah. i think a lot of um a lot of things going on um what i like that you kind of put yourself in the in a situation of okay i'm gonna get i might get rejected but on that i had a friend of mine and i think i told you about this but if not even better um for everybody listening this would be amazing what i did and what i think other people should do is inter it's this thing called rejection therapy a good friend of mine was telling me about right and if you're unfamiliar rejection therapy is you expose yourself or in any type of real therapy you expose yourself to what that is that scares you and yeah. you do it so much that it becomes no like it becomes an, a thing you're comfortable with right and what happened with me in my case was I was nervous as I'm sure you have been yeah. and maybe are still or like I'm kind of still this way less so now than I was kind of before but yeah. you reach out to people and he was like reach out to five people every single day for a month yeah so I'm like jeez so what's that like and I don't know for 45 whatever people anyways I have no idea doesn't matter but basically he's like reach out to x amount of people a day it was five i think and he's like reach out ask them to be on the show and he's like what you're what you want them to tell you you want them to see the message read the message and say no yeah you're building up your biggest fear of them yeah. saying no because yeah. they're not gonna be like no whatever this is stupid whatever and it's like hey and if they are that way you don't want to talk to them so yeah. that's not a you loss that's a you going okay this is good to know who this person is before i spend time with them yeah right so doing that and being able to kind of put yourself out there and go, you know what, what's the worst they could say? Right? Yeah. No. It's like, yeah, no, I don't want to do the show. It's like, all right, cool. No worries. Go on with my day. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's one of those things that like doing that, I felt really, really changed the podcast. Not so, and not so much in like a, it grew, which it did, but yeah. more in a me as like a guest yeah. and or sorry as a host and people as a guest right being um being very like easier to talk to yeah. and you kind of get into a system of you understand what you're trying to get out of a conversation and yeah. you get better at speaking with people yeah and it's the most underrated between storytelling and conversation those two skills are very very important if you're able to string them along together yeah and build on that and then also being an attentive listener you get more but you how do you build that up when we're in a time of or we were more so than now but we were in a time of i was having to do zoom calls all the time i hated it you know i'm like ah, and it's tough to build like the relationship when it's not in person right yeah. but by doing that and kind of exposing yourself to hey like this is what could happen and then you get reps 
it's all about reps, right? Like yeah. if you do one pot, I bet you, uh, how many shows you at now? Like, uh, oh, this will be my, when I post this, this will be my 18th, I think. 18th. Yeah. So I bet you, and, um, look at, look at this one afterwards and look at like the first one you did, or I did right. Like, or when you have a hundred or in 10 more, 30 more episodes, look back at episode 73 and go, how was episode four and go, wow, dude, get this. Okay. I, I, my first episode. Okay. Um, I had one of my good friends on his name's Sadiq. You can see it. This is on YouTube. And I remember I asked him, so we were quiet for about five seconds. There was nothing. It was just silence we're looking at each other and i go i look down at my notes like i had this written down bro i look down at my notes and i go what's your favorite color oh god (laughs) and he answered it like it was just a normal thing and i look back at that uh like a while ago i think it was was after the jordan kilgannon episode and i look back after it and i was like i told him i was like bro i just I was like, we talked about mastering skills and being comfortable being alone and the yeah. human psychology. And I didn't ask you a damn thing about your favorite colors. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, that was my first episode. I asked that question like 12 minutes in. Yeah. And I'm like, why it has as many views as it does is beyond me. Yeah. But I think that was a, it's cool to kind of see where you go. But by getting the more episodes, like you're going to be better the next one because of this one and you're gonna be better than one after that and as long as you just keep getting better at it and you have that kind of i want to learn skills and you only get better by doing it right so it's just a matter of keep doing it yeah so well i can say this from experience when i first started i was shitting myself messaging people yeah i actually reply i don't know it's like like you said it's like all about taking a risk if you are willing to take a risk you're most likely to at least get, say you message 20 people, you're most likely to get five people to reply back to you. And right. the more you message people, the more confident you become in how you message them. So if you message them in a way as like, they're going to want to reply to you and they're going to want to see it, it has to be different to what other people are going to be messaging them. Right. That's the way that I message people. Because the way I messaged you, that's, I change up my messages all the time. And the way that I messaged nice. you was coming from someone that listens to your podcast and has a podcast as well. And wanted to yeah. talk to you and get you on, get to know you better. And like, we've Maybe. talked about your lifestyle, about how you were a active child and you were doing so well now for your podcast and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. very adventurous and you're really good at talking to people as I've Thank you, man. noticed to this. And like Appreciate your it. podcast, like I, this leads on to my next question, but like your podcast, you've had so many big guests on that people were like, holy shit. How is he say, how's he, how have you gotten Jordan on? He has over a million followers. Like, it's just all about taking the risk. I don't, this is going to sound hilarious because I love, because the handful of people who've asked me this. So I don't flip and care how many followers people have on Instagram. I don't, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's not a, it's not a, it doesn't hold a number because I used to think that way, right? It's like, oh, if they have 2000 followers, like, why would they do something? They're going to look at, they don't. Right. And the i had met jordan and i are from the same area right yeah, like we're born in the I, same city to right about him yeah yeah so that's what so i was like and i know him we have like a handful of mutual friends we've hung we've watched fights before together and i don't see it as i don't see people like i don't i don't care 
and it's a it doesn't i'm trying not to sound like somebody's because if i don't care why should you write the whole yeah, yeah. thing but i don't care about these superficial numbers that people kind of put like a value on because there is no value to it dude some of the some of the like some of the biggest like craziest conversation or the smartest most intelligent people i've had on the podcast a handful of them like they don't have instagram yeah. right so it's we can't compare people that way right so it's just a matter of like are you more active on it what do you do right do you just yeah. post like post to post do you post like do you use it as a tool to connect which yeah. in our cases is as yeah. is one of the reasons right and like doing that and kind of talking to those people i didn't know how many followers he had until he did the yeah. episode <laughs> which is like i'm serious i don't i don't i don't care about these things and so i have like some of the smartest most intelligent people or coolest people i look up to have like yeah. 200 yeah. or five right yeah. or like my business partner doesn't have instagram he has a generic the facebook user yeah. name like the basic facebook user photo he yeah. has like one photo on it and it's he's tagged in his wife's stuff and that's it yeah. but whenever there's problems that come up he's the person i go to to help solve them yeah. So it's like some of the smartest, most like intelligent people I know don't have it, let alone have yeah. a man or care at all. And yeah. so I realized why put pressure on something. Yeah. So if you go to something with the intent of, oh, they're going to say no, yeah. then it's like, all right, they're busy. Jordan was super busy and he's like, hey, man, I got three weeks. We could do it. And yeah. then we made it happen. Yeah. Um, a handful of people were like, all right, this is a good time. We can do this. Aaron was the same thing. He's like, hey, man, yeah. when can we do When can we do this? He's like, yeah, next couple of weeks. I'm like, sweet, what works for you? Great. All right, I'll make it happen. Yeah. And so with all those things kind of happening, like, man, you, you build it up. You build up a confidence to it. And a friend, my good buddy, so my buddy Matt, who's swimming around uh, the Manitoulin Island, he says this to me every time he talks to me. It's like once every couple of days, he's like, dude, pot like you're giving somebody a platform to yeah. tell their story yeah. that is huge he's like yeah. you got you may not see it that way because you're asking for something yeah. but he's like think about people genuinely want to talk to other people and share their story yeah and if there's a voice or there's even one person who like for example when you reach out to israel adesanya it doesn't have to be after this but i want to challenge you because i do think you should and i do want to let i hey man if he doesn't see it he doesn't see it what happens uh nothing you go about your day you uh, know you eat you eat the same you know it doesn't matter right yeah. it doesn't matter you have the same friends same family great right yeah. if he says yes amazing you have a conversation with a cool guy and you get yeah. to up your game right that's yeah. that's all it is you just you yeah. put yourself in that up op in opportunities to improve yeah. But they're always out of your comfort zone, right? If you're just relaxing, hanging out, talking with your buddies all the time, it doesn't, you can't get to that point, right? Yeah. So that's a, yeah, man, just, I just, man, just keep, I don't, like, you can't, you can't care yeah. about these things that people, but the problem is the more time you spend on these, like, and I want to, like, iterate this yeah. as much as I can and drive this home, but the more people look at their phones and the more, people like crave this social media thing like they see what boxers are fighting ex-MMA fighter it's like what are we doing yeah it's like we have this the more time you spend on social media the more you kind of see social media as what the world is right and it's it's not you know like I've, I've done a lot of cool things that I never posted you've done yeah. a lot of cool things you never posted yeah. you've yeah. had conversations and relationships that 
don't need to be shared or published or publicized, right? And it's one of those things that I'm like, if you use it properly, right? Like I, if you use it as the tool, because that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's a tool to connect. But at the same time, like a, a hammer, perfect for putting nails and boards, whatever, clawing, yeah. ripping stuff out, whatever you want to use it for. You could also use it to ping people in the head if you don't like them, right? Like there's negatives and positives to thing, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah. getting at though, right? No, so it's how you use the tool. Yeah right so as long as you don't get into like and i'm saying this half telling you and your audience and like my people who come and see this but i'm telling myself because i have to constantly remind myself of this that yeah. the more like oh my god on the browse feed that i get the further it is for me to come out and the more i value all the bs that doesn't matter yeah. like you know it's it's like nothing really happens yeah. when you hit like a thousand followers or anything it's like it's if you're who did I tell this to? I told this to a friend of mine. Uh, no, my cousin. I was like, hey, man, I don't... Uh, I was like, if you're... Because he was telling me about like followers and we were having kind of a similar discussion in my gym. And he's like, do you... I was like, you can't... I was like, if you're, if you're a mean person or if you're like... If you're not a good dude or yeah. not a good woman, I don't really care what value or what... You know, like if, if I'm an asshole this whole time, right? Yeah. It's like, you're going to be like, what the hell? I don't yeah. care who you are or what you've done or what you want to do. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, and vice versa. Right. So yeah. that's kind of a, that's kind of why I like the process of meeting the person, having a call with them and then kind of understanding if they do, because people can hide it over text pretty easily. Yeah. Right. They might just, Oh, I want to do the show to get my name out there. And those, it's like yeah. do it for the right reasons. And you get to a point where you can turn away people who are there for the wrong reasons. It's like, yeah. look, if we're here to have a good conversation, chat, and we both meet some new people and some new people meet me and some new people meet you. Great. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Right. And then you develop a skill. I develop a skill and we can go from there. Right. It's a good time. Yeah. But, you have to be if you're able to separate like okay who's doing it for them and who's doing it because they like genuinely want to go through the go through have the fun like conversation connect meet new people have new people introduced to them yeah. right you can kind of go through that so what i'm curious though i want to know about you um what's your like process when it comes to podcast guests and stuff like that like do you have a structure of how you kind of want like doing things or do you just like how do you pick people um so depending on what i um say i message people because i have an interest in what they do and right. if i'm interested in what they've done or they've been successful and i love watching and what they're doing i'll message them and hope hope i'll message them in a way that makes me feel good about how i've messaged them and hoping to get a response like i'll surprise I'll, like, okay here's a question for you why did you uh, agree to come on a podcast with me Okay, so I was having this conversation um, with a friend of mine, and basically what I'll do is I'll go to the beginning. So you said, hey, so what I want to know when, uh, so what, what bothers me, and I'm sure you get a bunch of random messages sometimes too, they're like, hi, from somebody yeah. you don't know, where yeah. you follow people, you but there's no mutual. So it's yeah. like, okay, what's going on here, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know this person. Yeah. But who, what, where, when, why? Yeah right and how so okay. go hey glenn my name is bit perfect this is yep. what you need this is who you are this is what yep. you want yep. and great yep. i'm like perfect amazing because yep. 
there's like there's something there right it's like okay he knows what he wants he knows he knows who he is he knows what he wants he's confident about it and just how we talked about it right we're having the gall to actually reach out to a stranger dude you know what i mean like it's it takes a bit of confidence and you're putting yourself out there when you do that and that was kind of i was like you know what i was like it'd be a weird it'd be kind of a uh it wouldn't sit right with me and at the same time if i was like oh i want people to i want i want i want i want but somebody reaches out to me want it has to so the way i see is i'll message people if i like i said to you if i'm interested in what they're doing and you're successful with your podcast and you have another business as well on your instagram page if you didn't know you can shout that out as well glenn if you want Hmm. Yeah, shout out to Rents and Renos. You know, my property management company here. Yeah. yeah, we take care of your investment, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. But like, yeah, like I, um, I've um, i got people, well, you've probably got a lot of people like, okay, guys. So before this, we had, I messaged Glenn and then within, was it three, two, three weeks? Yeah, I never usually do what you did to me. And it was like, it was a cool experience for me. So Glenn, what he does is he, rings you and gets to know you before he does the podcast which is really cool to know and this is a good way for people to actually get to know you before they're like ah oh, if it was was it real what he what he was asking for or was it like fake? exactly yeah and like the right, way like you, yeah sorry yeah, yeah no yeah, i was just gonna say yeah it's so you can uh wonder if is it worth the commitment yeah right so yeah that, that's what i'm saying yeah. And like within that, me and Glenn connected and then we organized a date and a time um, of when we're going to do it. And Glenn was very busy this week and yet he's still having the time to come and talk with me on a podcast. It was really cool. And like all your guests that I've listened to, they're all pretty good. And thanks, man. Um, do you, I know you've got the YouTube videos. Do you have audio for that as well? For the um, podcast? Yes. So I have the YouTube audio um, as well. Um, I kind of, I record like the video audio kind of similar to what you're probably doing, um, yeah. where like you have the YouTube, you have the setup and then the MP3 or the wave kind of, I pull it in, I mess around. Um, I have a good buddy who does stuff like that. So I send him the file, I go, Hey man, does any red flags? If there is help me out, let me know how I can compensate you. If not great, send it back or let me know and I'll publish it. And so, yeah. And then it goes on. Um, I think I put it to anchor, I think a Big up anchor. Yeah. I have them as Big well. <laughs> Amazing. It's just so easy, man. Like it's so easy to use. It's yeah. a good dis- like distribution platform. And there's not like I don't have to wait days for it to get up there. It's like almost like immediate. It's within the hour, I think. Yeah. Um and it's no, it's awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, it's one of those things is like if you when it comes to the reaching out and the video, I cannot stress that enough. I had, and I don't know if I told you this, but I had one person refuse to do it. And it was probably my least favorite episode to record. There's some stuff I'll tell you. There's some stuff I'll tell you after as to why. Yeah. I was about to ask you why. um, Because I know I've made a few podcasts and I haven't posted them. And most of the time it's because the footage or the audios hasn't come through. I'm like, shit. I can't because then it, was, it took too long to get because I um I got in touch with this. Have you heard of a guy called Craig, Craig Ingalls? No. Oh, so he's a um athletics runner, right? It took so long to get in touch with him and 
um, actually get him on the podcast. And then I did the podcast with him at six no. in the morning. And then I, I went to my uh, phone and I was like, oh, shit, the audio hasn't come through. <laughs> no. Dude. So, yeah. And then he didn't reply back to me. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating, dude. Yeah. I feel for you. That's horrendous. I had one where the camera was going and it didn't focus. For like, like I would I would get up I, would, I hit record and I sit down yeah and after two minutes the fo- the focus of the camera went out so I had an hour and a half of a conversation of a video that wasn't in focus yeah and I'm like what do I, I didn't promote it I didn't anything I was just like what's up I can go through the motions at that point man like it's oh man that's brutal and that I'm very opposed to Zoom yeah like I got a different laptop setup different computer setup like everything but. I had this gentleman, I was trying to set up this time with this gentleman, uh, Matt Vincent, who's a Highland Games world champion, like everything's got business, crazy cool dude. Yeah. But he, uh, my, like our bandwidth, like was not there. So he could not do Zoom. It was the worst. And it was like, he's like, dude, just drive down to St. Louis. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and yeah, soon when the borders open a bit better then uh, and it's less of a process to get down there. But yeah. It was one of those things that I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. I left and I went, I texted my buddy. I was like, dude, I got to, I got to lift weights. It was like 11 o'clock. I was like, dude, I got to lift weights. I'm pissed. And he's like, oh no, what happened? I told him, he's like, oh buddy. I'm like, it's bad, bad. I was like, you spend that much time setting it up. Right. And you build that rapport and that connection. And then you spend in your case, it's worse. You spend like what an hour, an hour and a half with the guy. And then for it yeah. to be complete shite waste I, time yeah i literally was like i was like oh my god that was a good podcast felt like i did awesome um but then i looked at the footage and i was like oh god this didn't come through with audio and i was like oh it's just it's just the video and there's no audio it's just, uh it didn't go well <laughs> no. and then I messaged, I messaged the guy straight after i was like can we reschedule to do it again because the audio hasn't come through and he hasn't replied back to it since no so dude i'm so sorry to hear that that's nah, all right do you it know happens. what happened though um i think because i recorded it on my phone and there was a thing that i was supposed to do you know he can screen record videos mm-hmm. on your mobile yeah so you're supposed to press the screen record and it, it, there's an option to go audio from zoom if you have the app on your phone and i didn't press that i was press screen recording so then <laughs> i didn't realize that until i was like Bro. oh it's just there and then i researched and i was like oh god i should have done that and then that pretty much, yeah, it was annoying. It was like an hour and it was an hour 20 conversation. And that footage and time just got wasted because nothing came through. And I was like, oh, God. No. no. Yeah. At that, I don't even know what I would do at that point. I'd probably, probably cry. Yeah. I'd probably I was, cry. That I was annoyed. I was like. Yeah. Because I, I researched so much and I was like, I need to make this a good podcast. Because like it was, it was one of the biggest guests I've had on. And it's just nothing. It, the actual podcast went well. It's just the audio didn't come through. And I was like, oh, this is literally the worst thing that could possibly happen. Dude, no, it's 6 a.m. Oh, buddy, <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. But I think what's cool about that, though, back to what we first talked about in the beginning with athletics and dealing with failure, yeah. that's embarrassing. Is yeah. it not? Like yeah. you spend all this time and like I said with the athletics thing, right? You spend so much time, energy, effort, right? Yeah. You research your guests. You're like going into their like, 
deep dives of their Instagram. You're Googling whatever article from 2004 you can find about their mom's sh- like shampoo, <laughs> like whatever it is, right? You go down this rabbit hole and then you spend so much time, not just the hour 20, right? Like it probably at least two and a half hours in kind of research, prepping, reaching out, getting the confidence to do it. Just this whole thing and then for it to just nothing. Yeah. It's just brutal, dude. Yeah. But you learn from that, right? Like next time I know, I know for a fact bro, you're never going to make that mistake again. Yeah. Right. Like you're only going to click that. Or if that you're never, you're only going to use your laptop. Right. Or like, you're never going to not press share screener. Yeah. Like that's why I do it on the laptop now. Cause it's easier. All you have to do is press record on zoom and it's bang. It's great, isn't it? You got audio. It's elite. And then I'm talking about anchor. You know how you use anchor. I found this other app that I, um, I'm going to test out. It's called, if I can find it, it's called Podcastle. It's like this. Ooh, um, interesting. Yeah. So I found this app and I'm going to test it out to see if it's as good as Anchor. So it's, yeah, let um, me know how that goes. Yeah. So it's pretty much got the option of you recording and you can do Zoom. It's pretty much like Zoom, I think. But I'll test it out and I'll see. I'll oh. tell you how it goes. Yeah, please. That's interesting. It's uh, something that, man, I yeah i'll tell you after we record because it's a bit more of a scandalous thing that i want to share with you yeah but it's uh yeah it's uh having that kind of you learn from these things right like you could be so prepared and still come up short and being able to kind of figure out your solve your problem and then not make the mistake again right like being able to check it and stuff and like making sure things are in focus or in your case the audio is working properly and stuff like that and then everything's going or like where is the recording file going to is it going to come directly or do i have to do it manually like how is this all going to work right yeah and then the thing with zoom in our case here is you you don't always know how the wi-fi is going to go yeah right you can't control that so there's like, it's funny, I was telling a friend of mine once, I was like, there's always one thing on the front of my mind when I'm doing an in-person podcast. And then there's one thing on my mind when I'm yeah. doing a um, a Zoom podcast. If I'm doing a yeah. Zoom podcast, I'm saying, please don't let the internet cut out. Please be a good connection. Please be a good connection. The whole time for the first like five minutes I was when I was talking to Aaron, I was like, please be a five minute. Please. When I'm sitting down across from Jordan on the show, I go, just please don't have to go to the bathroom just please don't have to go to the bathroom to myself yeah. right because i'm like if i'm sitting down in person i'm like we're drinking we're having a coffee we're talking we're like hey yeah you know or water whatever and i'm like oh no i gotta pee really bad yeah and then you're like eight minutes in and you're like how do i not show that i'm anxious yeah. or show that i'm anxious or just not i don't know how do i do it so those are my things that i'm like ooh, stuff like that are like okay you can't really control too much yeah. I guess the in-person one, yeah, maybe. But yeah, if you're able to kind of, you go through those early stages. It's good that you got that one out of the way so yeah. that the next time or, and it just doesn't, you're trying to be as professional as possible, right? Yeah. And still have it be like authentically you, yeah. right? And so kind of finding that balance where you can be unique and stuff at the same time as being professional yeah, um, is very, very like it's tricky, but if you're able to find it, it uh it works, and then you uh, work out the kinks, and then you just get better as it goes, right? Yeah. So exactly. Well, like talking about other podcasts, like I remember watching it, and I've got more confident with talking and stuff. Like I'm talking to you perfectly fine. Like we're talking to like we're mates, and um, 
So I, um, cause I listen to your podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan. I love what Joe Rogan does. He's, it's yes, me so long. He's just everyone. Over 11 years, man. Yeah. And he, cause and a lot of episodes, bro. Yeah. Like every couple days for years. He's got like, how many episodes has he got to now? Like 2000 nearly? Get up close. Yeah. Like with that, the yeah. MMA ones and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Close for sure. And then another podcast that I'm getting another podcast host on. I highly recommend this podcast. It's called a runner's life podcast. And it's pretty oh, much nice. Yeah. So I'm getting the host of that on the po- this podcast on time in cool. April. So nice. I'm trying to branch out to other podcasts because it, be, it was just so cool to hear other people's podcast stories. And like, I've yeah. listened to yours. I've listened a bit like my top three podcasts right now are yours, Joe Rogan's and a runner's life podcast. Nice. So I listen Thank to them all the time and I relate. I literally listen to it and I'm like, how can I do my podcast better? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And that's, I really appreciate that, man. I do a lot. Um, there's something that I've kind of like, as I've been going through it, trying to see what ways I can branch out creatively. Like I've been trying to do, like, I might do like a specific mental health series for the podcast where I just have men come on, talk about their experience with mental health yeah. as like a man and kind of how the stigma is really bad, how you can't be sad or depressed or cry and like trying to remove the stigma, but still being like, in having like their dignity and their integrity and stuff still like their character isn't but isn't damaged but they're still able to kind of talk about this and not feel judged so like stuff like that where joe rogan's very good at being joe rogan yeah and being joe rogan is just relaxed doing his thing chatting to somebody for three hours yeah right that's insane so being able to kind of find ways that you can be authentic or what you're passionate about and talk about Because here's the thing I was talking to a friend of mine about a while ago was if you, because he was like, he was like, do you, do you want to do, I was like, do you, like he's like, yeah, I, I want to do a podcast, right? Because everybody wants to do a podcast. Yeah. So, but easier said than done. Yeah. So what he says, he was like, yeah, man, I want to make a podcast, make a bunch of money doing it. I'm like, question for you, time out before yeah. we get into that. Yeah. So you're, that was my exact reaction, Bailey. That was, that was what it was. I looked at him, I was like, okay, you want to do it for money? Let me, let me ask you this. He's like, what? I'm like, could you do it once a week for six years straight? And he's like, I mean, I'm like for free. And he's like, uh, I don't know, man. I think I'd get, I'm like, could you? He's like, uh, I think I could get to, no, I know, but could you, I know what you want and what you'd like, but could you do it? He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm like, so why bother? I'm like, I could do this for decades every week. Yeah. Don't care. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'll just do it for the fun. Do it for the love. Doing, like you said, develop a skill, meet cool people, you mm. know, in, in no other way or shape or form. Could you reach out or I reach out to a stranger of any stature, status, whatever it is. And anybody of any substance and go, Hey man, you want to chat with me for an hour next Thursday from like one to four? Or one till uh, two. I realize that's not an hour, but one to two. Um, and be like, uh, what? Why would I give you an hour of my time? You're like, hey, man, I have a bunch of people that check me out but don't know who you are. Come yeah. on on. Let's chat. Yeah. Introduce more people to your story and we grow. And yeah. so he's, you know, it's cooler. There's kind of that way where you can bridge the gap between really anybody, right? Like between, like, I know a bunch of people bunch of cool people you know a bunch of cool people and it's like oh now everybody kind of 
does this right and we all kind of become very very close so it's really it's really cool to see and i think it's a unique uh unique thing so seeing how kind of you're developing yours and how you're taking a very very proactive approach to learning how to get better at what is the skill of podcasting which could be one thing or an umbrella of like eight or nine different skills but it's really cool to see how you're taking like a proactive i'm trying to learn approach and i think that's going to take it like far I think it's going to take what we're doing here pretty far. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how everything kind of transforms you, dude. I'm, uh, I'm stoked. So I appreciate yeah. that. I was also, this also relating to money, right? I, um, I talked to an, a good mate of mine who's in America. I also said another podcast called the BMR podcast. And I was talking to them about how much money they earn and stuff. Cause they were doing podcasts for ages for running and stuff, athletics and stuff. And yeah. I asked them and they were like, yeah, we've only just, only just started getting sponsorships from um menscapes that um yep that men's grooming kit so they've gotten that and then they do do about two they do two promotions of it on their podcast and they make around two three hundred dollars which isn't a lot but like it's still making some sort of income for the prop pays back for the mics headphones camera yeah Yeah. it adds up man yeah but like you said, six, X amount of years, six years? Uh, a few years, I think. They've been doing it yeah. for a while because they had, they only just started doing podcasts like two, three years ago. But before that, they were just, you know, how you've got the beer mile. Yeah, it was like that. Oh, so yeah, were, dude. Yeah, okay. So it was like the beer mile media and they just did events and stuff. And then it's only just within three years, um, Adam and Chris, um, these two good mates, and um, they bought beer mile media. Now, like we're gonna make a podcast out of this business and Amazing. meet some good people. And with that, they've met some of the best runners you could think of, like middle distance sprinters. Um, they had um have you heard of Devin Allen before? Heard of, yeah. Never, so never he, met. Obviously. Um, yeah, but he's been on their podcast. They've had like so many good runners on their podcast. Jeez, nice. Yeah. And it's yeah, just like that's, that's yeah. awesome. And also because like they were talking, I was talking to them before. They sent me merch as the lead, but um, <laughs> they um, they were telling me before like it was, <laughs> it amazing. was um, they um, yeah, that was just, <laughs> just a side flex. He says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got some merch, guys. It's all right. Got to get some sort of representation. Come on, I but, love yeah, it. Like, Let's go. They were like, yeah, as long as you're consistent and you are confident in what you were doing, you will succeed in the podcast game, which is like so good to do and. Especially, have you got that um with Anchor? Are you actually making any money off Anchor? Because I know you I just, can't. Yeah, it's lame, dude. I've tried to. I don't. I don't know. I probably just get sponsorships. I probably reach out at some point. I have like numbers in my head of what I want like accounts yeah. to be, plays and downloads to be, like YouTube subscribers. I have numbers, um, and I have like a book. I have like a podcast book specifically. I don't. Yeah. Know, I think it's in my bedroom. But anyways, basically, it's a list of, of like hundreds of people, like three, four hundred, five hundred people of just people yeah. I want to talk to on the show. Yeah. Everybody from Joe Rogan to Tim Ferriss to is Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> everybody on it, dude. But yeah. that's the thing. And then I just check them off. Yeah. Well, it could be this year. It can be four and a half years from now. Right. Yeah. Like, who knows? But yeah. it's having that like you start to speak it into existence a bit and then you start to kind of understand how powerful being able to kind of voice things that you want is and you're like you know what no i want this 
you get closer to that. You get opportunities that allow you to make steps forward and be proactive, right? And I have numbers in that same exact book of like X amount of subscribers on YouTube, X amount of plays, X amount of listeners, estimated audience number, like everything. And I wanted to be there for a while, like for at least six to eight months, almost maybe a full calendar year even of like X amount of YouTube subscribers, X amount of views, X amount of listens, averaging out to this number in a year. Then I'd be like, all right, listen, these are my analytics. This is what my message is. If you support it, great. If not, doesn't matter, right? So it's very, 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 I find I'm very straightforward. And I'm like, look, if you don't want to, great. If not, I don't care. So it's one of those, like, you can kind of, it makes it easier to live that way, right? You kind of go, oh, you don't want to be on the show? All right, cool. On to the next person, right? And so that's kind of, you need that approach, right? Especially if you're going to be asking strangers for time. Yeah. It's the most valuable thing we have. If you don't, um, especially with showing your audience and stuff, as well as your guests you're trying to get on, if you just message them saying, I want you on this podcast, come on. It's like rude and you're coming off with not the right attitude. And Worst like attitude, I've yeah. messaged, I experienced this because the way I used to message people, like <laughs> early guests that I had on, I used to just say, um, hey, would you be interested in coming on a podcast? Like those little brief, which is most of the time. vague. Yeah, exactly. And then I, um, what did I do? I then read. I didn't research, but then I looked at how other people and I got advice from people that how they got guests on. And I pretty much changed that to the way I message people, like the way I messaged you. Yeah. It's coming off as a professional um, way and giving you what, like telling them what you want and what time and what day you're wanting to do the podcast and if they're interested in doing it. Exactly. I was looking just a couple of seconds ago for like where, because it depends on the guest. Yeah. Obviously, I change up like my approach. Yeah. But more often than not um like i have friends and family who what's crazy is so what's crazy is my folks um when it comes to this like i have friends who kind of my friends kind of like some friends are like well here and they give you like they aim low yeah i used to have friends who are like you should get this person on but i had one friend um so you've seen blue mountain state yeah so so i had so you saw that i had rob ramsey on right the guy who plays donnie correct so how that guy came on the show you're gonna love this so i was sitting down with a friend of mine and we're watching blue mountain state and uh, at his house back when i used to just hang out and watch tv with my friends yeah like okay um anyways and he was like uh it was a couple years ago and he's like dude uh he's like you know before it was the scene at the end where buddy breaks his leg but they need the big man on the field so he, he just gets really baked and then starts going Anyways, and he's he looks at me and he goes, "Dude, you should get Don, you should get Donnie on the podcast." Nah, he probably wouldn't want to do your little show. And I was like, "Watch me!" I was like, "I was like, let's go." I was like, "What do you mean?" So I messaged him that night. I got home and sent him a message. I heard back a month a month later, a month and a half later. I woke up to him being like, "Man, I love this idea. Great. Uh, my wife's pregnant and expecting a baby shortly." Um, uh, uh, let's chat in the new year. And I was like, sounds good, man. I'll, I'll, I'll connect with you again in a couple months. And then March, I hit him up and then, uh, we did the show. It's good, man. It's really good. And like, you're sounding a lot more confident in what you're doing, which is really cool to see. And that's Thank cool you, to man. see so many different podcasts, especially how many different podcasts there are nowadays with different, yeah. like 
with what they're doing. Like you've got sport, you've got history, you've got geography. You could name any topic right now yeah. that there would be a podcast for. And that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's like so cool and it's like so easy to do. But as long as it's easy to do, as long as you have the confidence to actually go out and do it. If you don't have the confidence to go out and do it, there's no, like, you're not really going to succeed in that sort of area. Right. And it's like you said, it's a couple minutes ago, you said consistency. Consistency is the biggest thing. And if you're, because you get to a point where, like, you run out of friends, so you have to eventually reach out to people, right? Yeah. If you're trying to go once a week. Yeah. Like, you reach out to people and you build the confidence. Yeah. You do it. And, like, how good does it feel when you reach out to a stranger who you, somebody you admire, or they do things of substance that you look up to, or you're like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. How good does it feel when they say, yeah, let's do the show? Yeah, it's really cool. Right? Yeah. Like, I got a guy that I watch, he's a boxer um chris billum he um i messaged him within two days he replied back to me saying he'd be down to come on the podcast and i was like holy crap this man is a 14 and one boxer he's a european champion he's knocked out 10 people out of his 15 fights amazing yeah dude let's go congratulations thank you it's huge right yeah it's huge man like you get but my point right you build that so you feel you're like man no way this is crazy and then you get that again and then you get that again and again and you're like this is amazing it's like a power and then you feel so good and then you walk away from messaging somebody you go people friends of yours like friends people like friends of mine don't i won't tell them that i have people on and then when they see the episode they're like how did you or like that story was incredible right so they're like, what the, like, they're kind of amazed. They're like, how'd you, like, I have a people, how'd you get this bird? How does that? I'm like, you just ask. Yeah. If you do, here's the thing. My buddy James and I, we did six weeks road trip all throughout Europe, Eastern and, uh, or Western and Central Europe. So we went as far as Romania and yeah. as South as Serbia. And we went, we did like this. So basically, um, James and I operate on like the same wavelength when we were out there of if you don't ask for something, the answer is always no. Yeah. Right. If you don't ask, you're like, like, for example, right. If you don't like with, uh, if you ask like getting McGregor, right. Yeah. You're probably not going to see it. Most likely not, but you're guaranteeing not getting what you want. If you don't ask. Yeah. And that's like, what I, what's, yeah Do sorry it. yeah and like like you said like you've messaged people like loads of people to get on your show and you've had so many good guests same as me and like the yeah. way that people as long as you message them like i said before if you message them in a way that that interests them and somewhat gets seen or met replied to you're like oh like they that person actually has an interest in what i'm doing and they want to get me get to know me better throughout this with, with outside of my sport say you're trying to get um we'll relate back to conor mcgregor because that's a big person to relate to say you want to try and get conor mcgregor on i'm not saying you'll re- he'll reply to you but if you reply to him if you message him and sound confident and very persuasive and very brief on what you want and like how you what are you going to do on the podcast you're most likely going to get a response for now, sure 
that's what I've learned with a lot of the messages I've sent out. Like a lot of the messages I've sent out, I wouldn't even wouldn't have even gotten half people on my podcast if I hadn't messaged them. And it's like right? yeah, it's like so cool to see like if you message them and you're like, oh shit, they probably won't reply. And you're like, so you surprise yourself. You're like, damn, this person actually saw my message. Like that's what I'm saying. And you get amped up. You're like, not only do they say that, they like want to do it. Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. The most recent one I sent out, I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, hey, whatever, because um, that's a surprise. Um, my name is Glenn. I've been a fan of your work and your career for a while now. Um, I host a podcast called Life After High School, whatever, out of Northern Ontario, where my goal is to help millennials and young adults achieve their goals through experiences, advice and strategies of the guests and myself good people helping build good people i think it'd be a great opportunity for you to share your story if you are interested i'd love to have a com have you on for a conversation because it's not an interview right yeah. i'm not a journalist i don't want to ask you eight questions and then we we see you later it's less of a less of a connection that's formed and it's not as genuine right and i go please let me know i look forward to hearing from you and then yeah hey you know so do you reply yeah what did he yeah, say? Yeah, that was a. Oh yeah, he's like, hey man, yeah, when when works, like when when next week, uh, I got some time, we'll yeah. figure. And I was like, yeah, all right, sweet. So, yeah, it's but like those things, right? Where you can you can just say, hey man, you want to? But I have like six or seven messages that say, hey, hi Glenn. I'm like, what do you want to make small talk on Instagram with a straight? No, like we're trying to build, we're trying to connect, we're trying to grow. I yeah. don't, we don't have time for hey, Glenn. I'm like. Hey Bailey, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. How are you? And then I'm like, All yeah. right, well, what are we doing? Like, get to it. So, but you're like, Yo, this, that, this, we'll figure it out. Perfect, great, easy, yeah. right? Well, it's this is professional and smooth. This is a message. With, all right, guys, we're just showing our messages right now. <laughs> Sharing our messages. <laughs> <laughs> so this is I um messaged this guy. He's a YouTuber. He's a group. Nice. Right? And so I was like, Hey whatever his name is. My name is Bailey Morrell from the Bailey Runs podcast. And I was wondering Happy. if you and the rest of your team um, would want to come on and have a chat sometime this year, if you're interested. And he said, let me know if you're interested in the rest of the boys. I'd love to do something like this. Kind regards, Bailey. And then he replied and he said, Amazing. he said, unfortunately, he, he's coming on. He's coming on. Just wait. Unfortunately, they're busy right now with uh, videos and stuff. They're trying to build their content and stuff. Yep. She was like, unfortunately, we are not ready to do podcasts at the moment. And we're just trying to bang out and do a lot of YouTube videos. But when the boys are ready, I'll be sure to message you. Amazing. Yeah. And like those, those no's, because I've <laughs> had people in the past at an Olympic rower say, hey, I'm not doing podcasts right now. Come back to me in the new year. And then I message them and they're like, hey, yeah, we'll set something up. So <laughs> those no's turn into yeses. But dude, like you go when you go through and you ask a bunch of people, you'll be surprised. It's if you don't ask, the answer is always no. It's yeah. always no, right? You don't ask that girl out. Well, you ain't gonna date her if you, ain't, <laughs> you know. Like it happens, man. It's not happening. So yeah. like if you don't ask, like be confident and say it and putting yourself out there. I've never found a situation where if you put yourself out there, you're not rewarded for it in one way yeah. or another, right? You put yourself out there, you ask people, you ask the girl, you ask the do whatever it is, and ask these people or these strangers or anybody with substance, right? I keep coming back to that substance because that's, I think, what creates good stories and good guests. They yeah. speak from experience. And doing that, I think, is, is crazy. And you build that, like, 
confidence and you start to stand up a bit straighter and you start to hold your chin up a bit higher and you're like, you know what? There's not a damn thing I can't do on this planet. And then you have that attitude and you carry it through and seeing you have it now and starting to develop that even further as you go, it's going to get to a point where you're like, I don't care who you are. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to say what I need to say and we're going to do this. And like, dude, you're young, young. And it's crazy because seeing how you're like the confidence is going to grow. Like I see that I've seen the trajectory happen in me and I'm 25. And so for the last year, year and a half, seeing that growth and then me being how crucial that's going to play a role in your development into being an adult is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm like really stoked to see how it plays out. Like I'm very intrigued. I appreciate that. And like yeah, I um, or especially let's go back to the start of podcast and stuff when I first started. So when I first started, I um, I'll send you my uh, first podcast. It's actually quite, it's actually quite shit. But <laughs> it's I like, didn't listen to it specifically for that reason. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him and then I'll listen to the the yeah. first one he did. So yeah, so like the first one I did, I literally just asked questions. It was pretty much an interview, and it went for 17 minutes. And I was like, ah, oh, no. Uh, I can tell Dude. you, like, wait, I can tell you, right. So my first oh, podcast no. was, um... Uh, was it a friend of yours? No, he's from America. So my first podcast went for 17 minutes, right? I posted oh, this in, on the 8th of August, 2020. And then that got a, a few plays. And then my the podcast that actually blew up completely was episode five. And then... Amazing. Yeah, all my podcasts have gotten near that, or not near that. Yeah. yeah, they're playing around there, pretty much. Nice, dude, amazing. That's yeah. No, the first ones always suck. Yeah, dude, you want to hear the worst one? You want to hear the worst one? So I got a worse one. I got a worse one than that. And I got a worse one than uh, <clears throat> I got a worse one than mine. For so originally, I started a podcast with my friend Davin. Okay, it was uh, called yeah. the Davin and Glenn Show. Jeez. It was the most atrocious thing ever. Get this, dude. We had a bunch of both of our friends coming behind. We had like people sitting like in the studio with us. We published it. We like shared it on Facebook. We had friends, moms share it and stuff. Like you name it, dude. Like your grandpa probably shared it or something. Like a lot of people saw it. So we had a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. We dropped it. We premiered it on YouTube. Dude. So we were so unsure of ourselves and we both had fidget toys on the desk. Check this out. Listen, what what we do is we had this exact microphone in the middle of the table and we had both our hands with a Rubik's cube. We were both at the same time trying to solve a Rubik's cube, not referencing it. It was just there so we could fidget. As we were talking to each other about the week and stuff and the podcast, We were like playing with our Rubik's cube. Both of our Rubik's cubes were like an inch and a half, two, three inches away from the mic on either side. So all you hear, dude, throughout the entire episode, which is like two and a half hours, is just Rubik's cube. (laughs) It's the funniest thing ever now. But back then we're like, you know, you if you missed our first episode or even if you watched it, you still heard nothing yeah because you could you couldn't hear a lick of what davin and i both said yeah. and it was like i think it was still like 430 views in like the first couple of days so i was like this is crazy everybody's behind it yeah no we don't do it together anymore now it's just me but yeah. yeah so that's the that's my like 
how yeah. bad does it get? Well, it gets that bad. Yeah. So, but I mean, only it, up from there. Yeah, I mean, it would be a lot worse. Think of it that way. You may be out here in Ruby's Cubes, but imagine you doing a podcast, right? And then you um, you talk, your podcast goes for five minutes. Imagine doing a podcast that only went for five minutes. What would you even talk about? Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's good. How about yourself? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it, never, it would never happen. There's no. no way you, there's no way me, there's no way you could let that happen, yeah. right? You would drag it out. Heck, if maybe they're just not comfortable and then you just, you have to talk and carry it. Like somebody said it best. They're like, um, having a conversation or having, doing a podcast is you're having a conversation with the person you're talking to, but you're the co-pilot yeah. of the conversation. So you're yeah. the co-pilot of our conversation and I'm the co-pilot when I have other people and you as well, right? So kind of you're steering the, it's like, I'm the fly, I'm the pilot yeah. But without you, like, I'm like, oh, we're just going to make sure we get to the right direction. Yeah. Just little bits of steering, but we both kind of like, we're both talking at the end of the day. But yeah. every now and then you come in, you're like, oh, we're going to take it this way. We're going to take it this way. We're going to take it this yeah. way, right? Yeah. So it's being able to co-pilot the conversation and then at the same time simultaneously think about how you're able to develop thoughts cognitively while yeah. still being an attentive listener. Yeah. That's a skill in and of itself that I'm trying to develop and master. And it's like, how do I listen to you and at the same time think of a good response that also steers the conversation where I want it to go? Yeah. That's a big thing. So yeah. one day at a time, though. Yeah. Well, this is, I was going to ask you this. What is your um, opinion on uh, co-host podcasts? Because I feel like um, if you're doing a podcast by yourself, right, it's a lot harder. Say if you're say you have a conversation with someone, one of your guests. And it, the conversation is like one word answers. Do you reckon a co-host would be better in that um, incident, like that instance, or what would you recommend for that? So I'm a big fan of guest hosts. Yeah. I think co-hosts as a general thing are very, very tricky unless you guys live in the same house. Yeah. Um, I like roommates, right? Um, I think when it, just with my experience, with a co-host and stuff and you don't if that person doesn't care about it as much as you do it's tough but then if we're talking about just the conversation itself um and the person like one word answers and stuff uh, it's tricky because you think like if somebody wants to do the show they wouldn't be that way yeah but you kind of that's when it puts it puts it on you to test it challenges you that's what yeah. it does right it puts you in a spot where you have to test yourself as a host and yeah. you can kind of bounce off people and maybe make the guests more comfortable. Like I've had some that people get comfortable right off the bat. And then I've had some that kind of answer most of my questions right away. And I'd be like, okay, how are we dragging this out? But yeah. then you get past a point of, okay, I'm about 15, 20 minutes in. That's when my point is roughly in episodes where, okay, now we actually like, they're asking me questions. I'm asking them questions. There's like a mutual interest happening where yeah. we kind of, there's a feeling out process that takes place, yeah. but why I do the video chat before is because it fast tracks. Say it takes about 25, 30 minutes of speaking to somebody before you felt them out yeah. in like their energy and what they kind of want to say and how their mannerisms are. Yeah. I cut that in half by yeah. doing a video chat, right? Yeah. So by doing that with like Jordan, Aaron, like you with me, it's like, okay, you now know the energy I'm bringing, the way I am, the vibe, everything. And then yeah. it makes it easier. Yeah. Right. Exactly. To kind of 
it cuts that lull in half and then you can kind of speed up where you want to go and then it's uh, easier to listen and watch so yeah that's good and like what is your like say i know this is big in america you know nfts how big are they in america so in america they're huge um i have a handful of friends here that are also like really big into them i'm not yeah i don't i haven't quite wrapped my head around them sorry i haven't quite what it is bailey is i haven't quite separate set aside time to learn about them there's just too many things going on like that i'm trying to train for and learn and like develop between like videos and podcasting and like work and then trying to like do the training for different things it's like guitar right like there's a lot of stuff that kind of i would rather be doing and realistically like the thing is is it's a it needs to be a physical thing for me like it needs to be something that's there like like houses like real estate investing right real estate investing is hands down bar none you know that building is going to be there because you can see it yeah you believe it it's there yeah you can kick it whatever your foot's gonna hurt but it's there yeah nft's not sure yet right there needs to be like a utility right like what are we what are we using what's its function and then if it's just to be like in our like our virtual houses like i don't i don't (laughs) quite virtual houses (laughs) that's what i'm saying right which i'm like i'm not quite they're not for me yet i haven't put enough of an uh i haven't put enough time and energy into like properly educating myself on them except for and not even except for just aside from all the crap i see online of like people is like nfts are the future it's like well relax but i haven't put enough time to kind of formulate enough of an opinion to give you like a good answer but yeah it's uh it's not something i've dapped into yet i have friends who do with crypto and investing and like i tap into investing and stocks and then real estate but at the same time it's that's kind of they're physical things more so right so they're always there but nfts maybe one day soon but i gotta get some other stuff done first yeah and like um this is a question this will be i'll be very interested in on your um answers for this if you had um to have say you had to have a dinner you went out for dinner with five guys like five podcast hosts who would you go out and have dinner with just to get to know them more five hosts specifically yeah or you, anyone uh, <laughs> doesn't have to be podcast related just anyone i like that though i like that like specific um yeah. good question um <clears throat> excuse me tim ferris yeah um tim ferris i think because um just the way he kind of conducts himself and he's the first podcast i ever listened to right tim ferris show i just think the way he does it and how sim just very very smart man i really think yeah. like break like learning from him be good I think um, Grant Cardone, yeah, just like the way his investing is compared to mine, I think could be ideal. Like they're on the same wavelength. Um, his obviously way more skilled, um, yeah. and kind of understanding that. Um, I think what how I kind of base my like who I hang out and what I, it's like. What do I want to get really good at, right? Um, yeah. And what are my like interests? Because if somebody's like a Greek mythologer and they're the most world renowned, like doctor or like doctor in like facial reconstructive surgery i'm like i don't need my face reconstructed i don't care like i don't really care right so it's like if it doesn't really it's if it doesn't really interest me i don't really want to know people who are masters at it 
So uh, Tim Ferriss, Grant Cardone, um, probably Ross Edgley. Um, so check them out, dude. I'll send I'll send you a couple resources after this. I'll send you a few videos and a couple people to check out. But yeah. he'd be one cool person to get on. If he could be awesome. Um, but he's swam the all around Great Britain. Like he circumnavigated Great Britain. Like he's the first person to swim. Insane. So him, because he's an endurance swimmer and athlete and like strongman. So I think being able to pick his brain on like that avenue yeah. um, and just the mental game of that. Um, and I think, uh, ooh, Michael Phelps. Oh, he loves swimming and uh, he's the man. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so what did I say? Tim Ferriss, Grant Cardone, Ross Edgley, Michael Phelps, and... Um, Warren Buffett. Yeah, I just think those. I think uh, those. I think those guys all like. There's all different things that. Ooh, no, sorry, not Warren Buffett, but Casey Neistat. Hey, hey, you gotta love his videos. That's a guy who I watch on YouTube. That's a guy I watch on YouTube, bro. One of the first guys to ever post on YouTube. Amazing, isn't it? He's the man. He's the man. So he's a. He's one of the people. Just I think his adventure like mindset and his travel explore sense of adventure is really like inspiring and i like i just want to talk to him all day about that so those for those specific reasons of like the investing the money making the like the swimming like the cool athletic like the adventure like traveler people and then the yeah the uh what's the first one and then the, the podcast right so it's like the podcast and the investing and all these things that i'm interested in i want to meet the people who i believe are doing it the right way or the best way and yeah. just kind of understand how they got there from, cause I guarantee they all start with either where I am or less. Yeah. Everybody does. Right. Exactly. So it's going, Hey, where'd you start? And then let's work back or let's work up. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Those, uh, those people, man. Great question. I don't really have any more questions, uh, Glenn, but, um, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll have a conversation after this anyway, but like guys, mm-hmm. if you haven't already checked out his podcasts, um, it's a really good podcast. You'll actually learn a lot out of it. And especially you, especially with the guests that he's had on, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I know I enjoyed talking to Glenn. I'm, I'm pretty sure Glenn enjoyed talking. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. thank you. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Um, besides that, that's that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. Thank you, dude. First of all, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate your time and uh, you want being interested in uh, what I have to say and what uh, what my story is and uh, what it's going to make of it. I look forward to kind of seeing how you develop your show and kind of seeing what creative avenues you take. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to keeping in touch and kind of seeing how, um, you know, sharing resources, right? And kind of keeping that up. So uh, yeah, man, I'm really stoked. I appreciate you uh, having me on, bro. It's a good time. Uh-huh. Thank you again, Glenn. And uh, yeah, guys, if you haven't already, go and check out his podcast, like I said before. And yeah, see you guys in the next one. See you guys.